Finding your healthy you should look like freedom. Join me as we discover healthy, life-giving practices and build a lifestyle that you love. In God's strength, we do this one day at a time. You're listening to episode number 121 of the Beautiful Day Project. Isn't it easier sometimes just to forget what you've been doing when it comes to your diet and habits and instead just say that, you know what, starting Monday, we're going to be magically, amazingly healthy. So are you a start again Monday person? How is that working out for you? When we do that, we end up sidelining our efforts quickly. Instead, let's get real with ourselves and figure out what's going on. I love my weight loss program. We aren't just throwing out fabulous tips and ideas and practical tools for weight loss. We are inviting God into the process and truly asking him to fuel this change so that we will shine with health and faith. This membership for the entire year of 2024 is only $5 a month, and it's billed monthly so that if it doesn't work for you, you aren't stuck with something you can't use. When you enroll, you get full access to the 12-week course, a private group, and monthly challenges to keep you learning and losing weight throughout the year. To sign up, go to lauraarmandares.com forward slash weight loss. It was so hard to keep a food log at first. It felt like some sort of deep, deep, dark shame, as if I was revealing to the world what I was shoveling into my mouth. And I was the kind of person who was hiding in the pantry eating goldfish. So (laughs) that's how it felt to write down that I ate the goldfish. However, it's ridiculous because I was the only soul looking at my food log. Now, starting a food log is the first thing I encourage women to do besides drinking water, getting enough sleep, and weighing themselves daily. And just like me, they have a very difficult time getting started. There is a lot of pushback, such as not having the time to write things down or not being able to remember what they ate. However, when I dig deep and I ask questions, I find that they really don't want to have to keep a record of making choices that they wish they hadn't. And I get it. That was me. But I have to say that when I wrote it down, it only took a couple weeks to see that I was very wrong about what needed to change. I thought it was about my food in general, right? That I needed a special diet with all the right foods to eat so that I could lose my weight and be spectacularly healthy. That if I had all the guidelines, then I would be able to finally do it, right? Well, it turned out that my meals were pretty healthy and my portion sizes were just fine. What really undermined my health was these late afternoon habits of stress eating junk. Then sometimes I continued stress eating junk after dinner. (laughs) So when I looked at my food log, when I honestly wrote down what I was eating, I realized that targeting those two times of the day 
would be the biggest game changer. I didn't need to invest in a new diet. I didn't need new guidelines. I need to figure out how to stop stress eating. <laughs> if I could figure out how to handle stress eating during the late afternoon and evening without turning to food, then weight loss would be easy and it would be permanent. And that was exactly how it turned out. In John 8, chapter 8, verse 32, Jesus said, You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. This is such a general statement in so many ways. He is speaking of the truth about him being our Savior, and that that truth sets us free, right? But it's also just a truth about our natural world, about the world God created us. When we know the truth, we are set free from all the lies. And keeping a food log is no different. It will set you free from the lies that you hear in your head telling you that maybe you're lazy or that you should be ashamed or that you can never reach your goal. Instead, that food log helps you understand what is happening in your diet and it brings into the light where you can face what needs to be faced and do something about it. I believed all the lies in my head. I believed that I was unhealthy. I believed that I had no willpower. I believed that my diet choices were a train wreck. And it was so nice to realize that on the whole, I had some good habits. I ate very healthy meals with great portions. And it was, it was simply a habit of self, self-soothing with unhelpful snacks that was keeping me back from my goals. It also meant the real problem couldn't be solved by just changing my diet again. When you keep a food log, you can also start asking for specific healing. So we can approach Jesus, the great healer, and instead of just simply asking Jesus, please help me get better, we can ask for strength at 4.30 in the afternoon when the kids get home from school or for direction and peace when we have a disagreement with a close friend. Whatever we struggle with, whatever typically makes us do unhealthy things, we can identify that and ask God for the strength and peace to help us with those situations. Identifying the real problem is such a beautiful way to invite God into our journey. It's a beautiful way to bring what's really happening into the light. Keeping a food journal is really easy. You don't need any fancy tools. And in fact, The simpler, the better. I really stress that you don't need a calorie counting app or a macronutrient tracking software, nothing like that. In fact, if anything, avoiding those might be the most helpful thing because it can add extra worry or shame or fear around what you're eating, okay? When first starting out, I found that the best thing to use is a simple notepad or the notes app on my phone. Then you just write down what you ate. And when you ate it, end of story. You don't need to write down how much, how many, just write down the food and the time. Now, after a couple of weeks, you can review the information and that's when you start to notice the trends and you can make some great decisions about what to do next. After keeping a food journal for a couple of weeks, I want you to think about it and ask yourself, where do you notice yourself overeating or eating when you're not hungry? What kinds of food do you see yourself eating too much of or too often? And what are the situations around these foods that might tell you about habits that you have in place? What would you like to change? Courage, my sweet sister. You can learn so much about who you are and where you've been and where you are now if you just take the time 
to look at what's really happening. And the weight loss membership, this is our monthly challenge that we're doing together. It is a basic, but it's really a priceless, priceless tactic. It's one that I encourage us starting with just because it's also one of the foundational habits for losing weight and then keeping it off. I hope it helps. I love you and I'll talk to you next week. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends if it was helpful. I love being here for you. Visit my website to read more about my life and my work at lauraarmendariz.com. That's L-O-R-A-A-R-M-E-N-D-A-R-I-Z. And of course, you can always find everything linked in the podcast notes. This life coach is not a licensed health professional. Always consult your physician or mental health professional when considering health changes or weight loss regimes.